The United States military is officially out of Afghanistan. This move has allowed the Taliban, the most well-equipped terrorist organization in history, to run the country. Could we be witnessing the beginning of World War III? Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Doug, there's a lot going on in Afghanistan with the Taliban and uh, America leaving and so many uh, different details there. Uh, we're going to talk about it today. Um, lots of things that people are scared about, and it got me thinking that, you know, the wrath of the Taliban mm-hmm. is pretty bad. Yeah. And similarly, people get worried about the wrath of God. Uh, they read in scriptures what the wrath of God is, and they get scared. Um, the Bible tells us that God's wrath is coming. It's going to come in the form of sores and darkness, great hail, people being scorched with immense heat, and, uh, and several more items there that I suppose you couldn't really compare very well with what the Taliban is doing. It's going to be much worse than that. However, what if I told you there was a way to be immune of this gruesome judgment that's coming from God? Well, you can be. You can eliminate fear about the wrath of God and understand how to have peace in the end time by watching our brand new teaching video, The Seven Vials. You can do that by going to endtime.com slash DVD and reserving your copy there. Now, it was for August only. However, um, the DVDs didn't come in as quickly as we thought they would be. Uh, they, they're actually scheduled to get here uh, this week. So we wanted to extend it into September. So through September only, get your copy of the Seven Vials DVD, Dave's brand new DVD, with a gift of any amount. Whatever amount the Lord lays on your heart, you can get this DVD. And you'll be one of the first to receive our new lesson when it starts shipping out in the next few weeks. Now this lesson covers exactly what will take place as God's wrath is poured out on the earth and what you need to know to have peace during this time. So go to endtime.com slash DVD or you can call us at 800-END-TIME to be one of the first to receive our new DVDs. So the wrath of God is rough. What's going on with Taliban is rough. There's a way to be immune from the wrath of God. You can find out in that lesson. Mm -hmm. But the Taliban, what's it ushering in, Doug? Well, you know, anytime we see something happen in that region, Vince, we, we talk about... World War III, that's where it leads us to because we know that war is going to it's going to start from the area of the river Euphrates, which is uh, running right alongside of this general area in Afghanistan. It's not necessarily going through Afghanistan, but it's there in that general region. And so we have so many different elements here, Vince, that could happen with this. And like you said uh, in the tease there, we've got um, all this military equipment that was left behind. And uh, now the Taliban possesses this equipment, this technology. It's more equipment than they've ever possessed in their life, more technology than they've ever been able to have. So we've got all kinds of dangers that could happen there. Uh, but if, 
I know that we've we've had a lot of new listeners that have come on and have asked questions in the chat, you know, and things like that. And of course, we ask you to to email us with your questions. But these are opportunities too, like days like this, where we're going to do, uh, you know, have people call in. If you've got questions about things, please call us. But we have this scripture that we go to. So anybody that's new, you know, we might want to read the scripture about the six trumpet war, what we call World War Three. Yeah, Doug did mention we were taking your calls, and we are. The number to call to join Doug and I on the air is one eight seven seven end time It's one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We're specifically talking about what's happening in Afghanistan and the coming Six Trumpet War, which we've referred to it as World War Three because it's going to be uh, a very large-scale war that's going to kill a third of mankind, and we get that from this scripture. So the scripture is Revelation chapter 9, starting with verse 13. It says, And the six angels sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the six angel which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. So there's going to be four angels that are loosed, that are currently bound or maybe they're loosed already. I guess we don't necessarily know when that uh, uh, release occurs. You know, we get a question about that all the time. These are uh, fallen angels apparently because they are bound. These angels are bound and they have war on on their spirit. That's what they're going to go out into the world and convince people to emanate this war here in this area. So uh, these are not good angels. We get that question a lot. All right, verse four, uh, verse 15, And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year, for to slay the third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000 thousand. Now, that's not a normal term. Right. Uh, what, what in the world does that number mean? 200 million. 200,000 times a thousand. Yeah. Okay. And I heard the number of them, and thus I saw the horses in the vision, and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire, and jacinth, and brimstone, and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions, and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. By these three was the third part of men killed by the fire, and by the smoke, and by the brimstone, which issued out of their mouths, for their power in their mouth... And their tails, for their tails were like unto serpents and had heads, and with them they do hurt. And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, which neither can see nor hear nor walk. Neither repented they of their murders, nor their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. Yeah, so... A lot of times we get a question about that last verse there. And basically what that's saying is the survivors of this war, the people who cause wars to happen, that they will still not repent of what they've done. Even though one-third of mankind will die from this, from this battle, from this war, there's still going to be these leaders of these nations that cause these wars that will not repent. They will not back down from what they've done, even though... We see what it's caused. It's caused one-third of mankind to die. No, but that's not just leaders, though. This is All regular people, people yeah. that, you know, not necessarily presidents or kings or whatever. These are, you know, people like you and I that, you know, go about our day like a normal yeah. work day and go home and all that stuff. So these are 
all of these people aren't, many people aren't going to repent, not necessarily just leaders. Right. Even though we see this happening. That's why we know at the end of the time, there's still going to be a battle of Armageddon because hearts are not going to change. So I suppose we kind of see that now, you know, with, I mean, we know that there is uh, major persecution happening in China and in Afghanistan right this very moment. And yet there are still people that it's just like, no big deal. They don't adjust spiritually. It doesn't register to them to get right with God. So we're going to talk more about that on the other side of the break. Talk more about what this prophecy means and what's coming. And if all this involvement with Afghanistan is leading us to World War III, give us a call. The number is 877-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. The seven vials are coming in the form of sores, darkness, great hail, people being scorched with immense heat, and more. Bible prophecy shows us that each of these judgments will be far worse than anything imaginable. The good news is there is hope. In our brand new video, learn how to be immune from these gruesome judgments and have peace in the end time. This month only, get our new DVD, The Seven Vials, with a gift of any amount. Go to endtime.com slash DVD or call us at 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. This offer is only valid through the end of the month. Go to endtime.com slash DVD or call 800-END-TIME. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We are taking your calls today. We're talking about Afghanistan and World War Three and what is to come in the days ahead. Before we go any further, I do want to remind all of you watching on Facebook when you share this video, when you hit the heart. Uh, icon as opposed to the thumbs up. It goes a long way in helping us break through the algorithms of Facebook and getting to your friends and family. So share the video as much as you can. Share it to all your groups that you're in. Uh, Help us out by getting this message out. We believe that everyone on Facebook needs 
to hear about this coming war and how they can be prepared for it. Um, there's many people that won't be prepared in a spiritual sense. And that's, you know, our mission here, Doug, is that, that we're trying to help people prepare spiritually. And uh, we believe that we can trust in Jesus in spite of how scary these news stories are. You know, there was a, a video that went around of a, a man hanging from a helicopter. And many people thought that was somebody being hanged. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it ended up not being the case. Um, there are uh, videos of people being shot and people people being killed in all sorts of ways, and people's fear is rising during that. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's a scary thing from our fleshly perspective, and we don't want to see that happen whatsoever. Right. Um, so what we're trying to do as part of our mission is to explain these events and, and talk about, you know, it, we don't like a lot of what's happening, but here's what's coming. There is, uh, Jesus is coming back oh, yeah. to establish his kingdom on earth. And if you want to be part of that, you can be. Yeah. You can escape this stuff that's coming. Uh, it might not totally exempt you from all of life's trials. It might not exempt you from all of life's persecutions. Mm-hmm. But you can get through it with hope. You, know? uh, you can get through it with peace in spite of the circumstances and and be confident that Jesus is coming back and you're going to be part of his kingdom. Absolutely. And when you have that confidence and that faith and that hope and understanding, you don't have to be afraid of things like this. But it it gives us opportunity to show everybody where we are. Uh, You know, these things are happening. Could it be tied into this uh, event, the sixth trumpet? We believe, yes, it could. Uh, it's in the region. It's got many different uh, people that are involved in the situation. And so it, it is a great opportunity for us to be able to touch on something that's happening right now and be able to take people to the Bible and say, look, this is what the Bible talks about. And so we need to be prepared for this to happen. Because just as you know, Pastor Baxter taught for years, we don't need to be in fear mode. We need to be in evangelism mode. We need to be teaching people about the love and the salvation of Jesus Christ and let them know that even though the world seems to be falling down around us, there is hope and uh, you just need to be born again. You need to trust in Jesus who is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Mm-hmm. So, And you can learn more about being born again at endtime.com slash reborn. All right, Doug, um, we officially left Afghanistan yesterday. This was the final plane, so we wanted to hit that story here from the Daily Wire. The last U.S. military plane carrying evacuees out of Afghanistan has taken off, uh, ending the U.S. military's presence in Afghanistan, even as numerous American citizens remain trapped behind enemy lines. So we have American citizens there um, right now. Yeah, and and a lot of those... uh, Two that are left behind are converted Christians who some of the missionaries there doing missionary work have converted some of these people. And so those people are in danger. American citizens are in danger. Converted Christians are in danger because in Islam, if you convert to Christianity, the penalty is death. So there's a lot of people left behind that could be fearing for their life right now. And they're actually going through tribulation. There's been stories out. We don't have those stories today, but there's stories out about that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I didn't put any in our story today because um, I felt like we were looking at this from a perspective of this is World War Three and not necessarily persecution. But sure. that goes along with war. Sure does. Um, General uh, McKenzie, the commander of the United States Central Command, said at a press conference that the Biden administration was still in the process of trying to get American citizens out of Afghanistan, even though the U.S. now no longer has a presence there. 
Department of Defense spokesman John Kirby said at a press conference earlier in the day that the Biden administration does not anticipate a military role in the effort of trying to get additional U.S. citizens out of Afghanistan. McKenzie said that he thinks that the number of Americans still trapped in Afghanistan numbered in the low hundreds and that there were no American citizens that were evacuated on the last U.S. military plane to leave the country. President Joe Biden claimed during an interview with ABC News host George Stephanopoulos a couple of weeks ago that U.S. troops would remain in the ground in Afghanistan until all Americans had been evacuated. Yes, yeah, so clearly not all of them are out. This is to, I've, I see this in this news story talking about the low hundreds, but I've heard that it's more like thousands of people uh, from other sources. We don't know for sure what it is, and we may not ever know because some of those people may end up being killed. I, I heard a story of a busload of women that tried to get to the airport, and they were intercepted by Taliban, and the bus was turned around and taken over by the Taliban. Nobody knows you know, where those women are at this point. Now, to be able to verify that in a time of war where there's so much going on, who knows you know, how many or if it's true or whatever, just like um, the story of the person hanging out of the, the helicopter. At first they were saying this person was hung from the helicopter as an example to the people uh, you know, who crossed the Taliban, but we found out that that's not the case at all. It was a guy trying to hang a Taliban flag up and we saw video where you can see him. He was not hung. He was wearing a harness. Yeah. And so, you know, you get all these different stories during a time like this when there's utter chaos. But there, there are things that we know. There, we know what the Taliban has done in the past to people. And we know that they are very brutal and that they execute people on a daily basis uh, who will not convert to Islamism or deny Jesus Christ or if they've ever crossed the Taliban by working with the U.S. And so we know those things are out there, and we know it's a very real threat. So, so how do we know when World War III actually starts? Some, people, some people say 9-11 is probably when it started, and yeah. it's still happening. Yeah. It's a war. Um, it's a much larger war than just physical. There's, you know, it's an ideological war as well. Mm-hmm. So on 9-11, when uh, all the events that occurred there and, and how things shifted in our world... That war is still happening, and this is just like an offshoot of that war. Yeah. Uh, some people say, no way, you know, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, or whatever. So right. how are we actually going to know? I, we really won't know, Vince, until we see it get to the point where it escalates enough that there is a nuclear uh, war probably to kill one-third. We don't know that for sure, that it's going to go nuclear, but it appears that it will because of what it says, that one-third is killed by the fire, the smoke, and the brimstone. Yeah. A lot of people have tried to take that and say, well, could it be part of this corona uh, virus? Could that be something, a pestilence that's doing it? Because it mentions a pestilence there, but it tells you what it is specifically that kills one-third. It says it kills uh, by the smoke, the fire, and the brimstone. That's definitely implements of war. And so uh, when it escalates to that point where we see war has broken out and a nuclear exchange is what I would believe would cause that many to die that suddenly. So. Plus for a third of mankind to be killed, yeah, that's not going to happen in the desert somewhere right. where you've got several thousand soldiers on both sides shooting back and forth at each other like yeah. we might you know, see in movies or shows or whatever. Right. It's not going to happen on a battlefield like that. It has yeah. to be a larger Worldwide. scale. It yeah. has to be countries that are capable of 
killing large groups of people at one time. Right. You know, this isn't a drone strike on just a, one building. This is huge. That's true. Much larger than that. And yeah. so I guess we'll know. Uh, I guess we'll we'll start having a better idea and be able to more confidently say this really looks like World War Three yeah. when people in mass are being killed by yeah. bombs. And when we see. Countries like Russia and China get involved, India, Pakistan, all these other countries get involved. I mean, all those nations, you know, India, Pakistan, China, they have large numbers of people. Well, because of the fact that now the the Taliban fighters are more equipped than they've ever been, this poses a threat not just to the surrounding countries, but to all governments, really. I mean, it, they could rush in and control things that they've never controlled before now because they have helicopters, they have tanks, they have everything that they need. So, so is, I guess, is a third of mankind going to be slaughtered overnight? Like, are we going to wake up to that news? Or I, do we know it's going to be spread out over weeks or months? The Bible doesn't tell us specifically. Well, Doug, we want you to tell us. <laughs> we want you to give us a date on when it's yeah, going to happen. I wish I could do that. I really do. But that's why we're here today talking about these things, because this could be part of it. So, um, you know, this this next article we have about Russia, for Russia to say how concerned they are about this, it's pretty significant if, if Russia is concerned about the Taliban being armed like this. Absolutely. We do have open lines at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We'll be taking your calls here in a little bit. First get to that article Doug is referencing and we do have a photo that we want to display uh, yeah. during this article to help us understand a little bit more what it's talking about. It says Russia's defense minister has claimed that the US left behind more than one hundred javelin portable anti tank missile systems in Afghanistan. Uh, Sergei Shogu now believes that the militant group is better equipped than the Ukrainian army. He said the terrorist's considerable cache of weapons and vehicles is a massive risk for Afghanistan. Quote, javelins are supplied to Ukraine from the United States. Shogu said, I don't remember how many, a few dozen or so. This means that the Taliban now has more of them than the Ukrainian army. The javelin is portable fire and forget anti-tank missile that uses automatic uh, infrared guidance. It's been used extensively in the war in Afghanistan as well as in Iran, Syria, and Libya. According to Shogu, the large number of weapons now in the possession of the Taliban is a huge threat. As well as javelins, the militant group now has access to Black Hawk helicopters, Hercules planes, and thousands of Humvees, amongst other vehicles. They also have thousands of guns and a whole host of other firearms. Last week, Pentagon spokesman John Kirby admitted that the U.S. administration had no idea of the inventory taken by the Taliban. Quote, obviously, we don't want to see any weapons or systems fall in the hands of people that would use them in such a way to harm our interests or those of our partners and allies. The U.S. has provided at least $1.5 billion in military aid to Ukraine since 2014, providing weapons, vehicles, and other technological support. Earlier this year, President Joe Biden announced an extra boost worth $125 million, including two patrol boats. So that, that article actually comes from a Russian newspaper, and it explains why they're so worried about it. Um, I mean, they're more equipped than the Ukrainian military, who have been able to hold off attempts by Russia to come in and take over the Ukraine. Of course, the U- Ukraine's had a little help here and there. But, I mean, there's been 
fighting back and forth and the Ukrainian people have been able to withstand Russia and here they're saying the Taliban is more equipped now than the Ukraine. You know what blows my mind, Doug, is it seems like our government is less concerned about the Taliban having firearms than our own citizens. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would go there. So. Well, it's not what we're talking about, but I'm sitting <laughs> right. here going, I just saw on that graphic 130,000 totally pistols. Yeah. Now, that's not the exact number. Before we get flagged for misinformation, yeah. it was like 127-something thousand. Yeah. Basically, 130,000 pistols, just the pistols. Yeah. Oh, there it comes up again. 126,000. Yeah. 295. Don't want to get flagged by YouTube. No. And, but then the assault rifles? Yeah. We allowed the Taliban to get 358,000 assault rifles? Isn't that crazy? That's not to mention all the other... Look at all the other things they have. Humvees, uh, helicopters, airplanes. I mean, this is really a scary situation. I better not get started on gun control. No, we, we better stay away from that we, today. We but are, you know I'm right there with you on we, that. We, it just blows my mind that we wouldn't go, oh, we need to control their guns. Mm-hmm. So before we withdraw, we better bring all this with us or yeah. destroy it. Or destroy or, it. Yeah. Let's just leave it. By, well, I guess that the excuse would be we were leaving it for the Afghan army. Yeah, that is the excuse. Yeah. I mean, that is what they've said. Yeah. And, and, of course, the president blamed the Afghanistan military for just turning tail and running and saying, you know, they didn't stand up. So, yeah. I, you know, the whole situation here is, is we, we have just – we have a mess over there right now. And, it, and it's, uh, it's actually created a threat, and it's a threat that universally people see this threat. Uh, the Taliban, I, to me, Vince, I don't know. Sometimes when I read some of these articles, I feel like, especially with the one reporter who said, oh, they're, say, they're chanting death to America, but they seem really friendly. That it's, to me, it seems like the media is trying to paint the Taliban as having this whole new outlook on life. And now they're going to be friends with people and they're going to run an establishment or they're going to establish a government that is going to be respected worldwide. I, I don't see the Taliban doing that. I mean, these, these people are terrorists, and the whole thing about terrorism is you are making people afraid to do anything beside what you tell them to do. And so that's the whole idea about terrorism is you are striking terror into people. So I don't see them being a friendly government toward anybody, and especially uh, Afghan people that worked with the United States for years. You know, this is a 20-year war are Christians. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the, and, and, the major concern. Think about think yeah, about the absolutely. Jews. Absolutely. And and they're right there, you know, close to Israel. Yeah. Uh, and and Iran is okay with this Taliban takeover and can can kinda have they've made jokes about it, you know, about America and about our weakness that's now, happened. Okay, we have a lot more to talk about. We have a lot of calls coming in. We're going to get to both things after the break. You can you can get in on the show today as well by calling one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Also, I said before, but the seven vials deal has been extended through September. So go to intime.com/dvd so you can learn how you can be immune to the wrath of God that's coming. You don't want to miss out on that DVD. 
I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Roberts. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, End Time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. We've got several callers and we want to go ahead and get to them. We'll start with Matt in Indiana. Matt, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, how are you doing? We're well. How are you, Matt? I'm doing well. Good. What's your question? Um, I had a, you guys were talking about the four angels, or that will be um, their chain, that will be released. Um, in Jude, first, in Jude chapter 1, Verse 6, it also talks about that, I believe. It says, uh, And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, and have reserved in everlasting chains under darkness into the judgment of the great day. Yeah, well, we, you know, we see other places in the Bible, like it talks about Satan being bound for a thousand years, then he's loosed uh, to go back and, and to lead the countries, the nations back against God again. Uh, after the thousand year millennial reign. So this is something that does happen over. I'm not sure the, the scripture you're reading in Jude. I don't know if it's referring to these exact angels or if it's just referring to the fallen angels in general. But whatever the case, these are these are fallen angels that are used by God for this specific time that he's going to allow them to be released to cause this war to happen. So they still have a use in the world. He's going to use them to influence the hearts and the minds of people to start this war. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely see uh, where it's talking about fallen angels there in Jude as well. 
Okay, that's that's what I thought. Um, I had one other thing. Um, I know you guys talked about the smoke and the fire and the brimstone. Mm-hmm. Um, could a third part of man die from a volcano? Is that possible? Well, we believe specifically to this scripture and what this is talking about. This is going to be a war because it talks about the number of the army and it talks about that the smoke and the fire and the brimstone is going to come out of the mouths of what these people are riding. Now, remember that John had never seen war machines before, Matt, and he's seeing something in this vision he's never seen. So he refers to it as their horses because men are riding on these these things. And he sees this fire and smoke and brimstone coming from the mouths and the heads of what they're riding. So we believe that that's war like tanks and, you know, missiles and weapons like that. Okay. I understand. All right. Well, thanks, Matt, for calling us today. God bless you. Thank you, you guys, as well. Have a good day. Thanks. Thanks, Matt. Um, all right. Let's go to Elaine in Colorado. Elaine, welcome to End of the Age. All right, Elaine is no longer on the line. We'll go to Sarah in Oregon. Sarah, welcome to Into the Age. Hello. Hi, Sarah. Um, actually, it's Sharon. Oh, Sharon. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, yes, I was wondering about the uh, connection with with China and the two hundred million, whatever it was, um, and. Um, army and with Afghanistan as to now that they have all the um, you know all of our equipment at the moment um, then uh, even if they've made arrangements together so to speak um, it wouldn't be unusual that Taliban and that type of uh, organizations if they um, they didn't like something China did <clears throat> excuse me or China went back on something, and um, they turn around and use that equipment against them. Yeah. Well, that that, that uh, is a scenario, I guess, Vince, that could happen, you know. Um, but I guess one of the major concerns right now, we know that China has kind of um, made nice with the uh, Taliban because China is wanting to get in there and be able to mine because uh, – Afghanistan actually has a lot of minerals and things that are used for electric vehicles. China is one of the largest electric vehicle uh, manufacturers there is within the world. And one of the things that Afghanistan has is the lithium that they use for the batteries for these electric vehicles. So China's kind of, uh, I guess, cozying up with the Taliban right now. But you're right. I mean, anything could spark and happen. But China's taking advantage of this situation, too, because China has made comments about seeing the weakness of America. They've taunted at uh, Taiwan, telling Taiwan, you're expecting America to, to protect you and take care of you, to keep us from coming in and taking over Taiwan. But yet, look what they did to the Afghan people. So, so China is really, they're doing their part right now, and that could cause this war to happen as well. China has that 200 million man army. They've made uh, threats that they could field a 200 million man army. And, uh, you know, we've, we've told China that we would protect Taiwan from being invaded by China. And now China's banging the war drum saying, you know, what's to keep us from coming in there? America's not going to do anything. They see this as weakness. 
All right. Well, thank you for your call, Sharon. Absolutely. Oh, there she Appreciate is. that. And I'll drop, of course, everybody has two questions, right? Um, <laughs> I'll drop that into there is that with, um, with Biden in the background, we don't want to talk about him, I know, but with that particular person being in the background and any uh, associations underneath with, um, <laughs> with, um, with that other nation, you know, it's kind of like open the door and let them in. And, um, you know, no wonder if we would step back, you know, anyway. God's not done with that whole situation. I don't want to leave it on a negative, negative because, um, uh, you know, it only took four, um, four lepers on the outside of the, the gate for, for, uh, to decide they were going forward. And, um, uh, the windows of heaven were opened up where the king didn't think they were going to be, yeah. and uh, they won the victory. So I put all that out as to for the church, because this is the day of the church. It's not yet the wrath of God. Right. It's coming, but yeah. any of it, uh, to leave that on a faithful note. So Lord all bless right. y'all, and um, looking forward to, to good things, too. Yeah. All right. Amen. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Sharon. You know, Doug, we, we talk about a lot of things here on the air, and uh, sometimes they can be perceived as scary, and our intent is never to sow fear into your hearts and in your mind. Um, there's, there's plenty of things that one could get scared about, but we're coming in saying, this is the reality of the situation, and um, we don't want you to be fearful about it. We want you to be hopeful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to sow hope and peace um, into people's hearts and minds as we face these circumstances of our day. You know, there's coronavirus uh, stuff going on. There's rumors of wars and there's actual wars occurring. There's so much stuff going on on many fronts. And we want to continually come in here and say, yeah, this is true. This is what's happening. But look at what the Bible prophesies. And it might be um, appear as a setback through our fleshly eyes momentarily. But the Lord has a plan and his will will be done. So that's what we're trying to do uh, when we come in on the show every single day. And uh, if you're appreciative of that, we have we survive off of the goodness of God and from people that donate uh, about on average about fifty dollars a month. So if you'd like to partner with us to help us to continue to make this show absolutely free, you watch it on television for free, you listen to it on the radio for free, you watch it on social media for totally free every single weekday. This takes us dozens of hours collectively to make happen every single day. A team of people's behind this. So uh, your support goes a long way in allowing us to make this available for free. Uh, we would love for you to partner with us at endtime.com slash give. If you're unable to afford to contribute to the show, um, please pray for us. Please remember us as you pray every day. We feel your prayers. We come together as a team every morning at 8 a.m. and pray, and we pray for you. Um, and so um, if you would, if you can't afford to give, uh, join us in prayer. We need your prayers above everything else. And if you have a prayer request, we would love to pray with you uh, as you navigate your life circumstances. You can give us that at endtime.com slash contact. And there's a form there you can fill out. And our team here will call your name in prayer and we will pray with you through whatever your life circumstances are. So we would love to be able to do that. So please submit your prayer request at endtime.com slash contact. Yeah. All right. You want to talk about Revelation 6? Yeah, I mean, so Revelation 6, Vince, it, it tells us about the seal prophecies, right? And we know that there are 
are four horsemen there that the Bible tells us about. A white horse that we believe is uh, Catholicism, the red horse, communism, the black horse, capitalism, and the pale horse, which was originally translated chloros, uh, which is green, uh, is Islamism. And we're definitely in that time of that green horse, it seems, especially with what's going on right now. We've seen Islam build and build and build since, uh, you know, back a few years ago where the Arab Spring started with the Egyptian um, civil war that kind of happened there for a lot while while they overthrew their government there. That was like the rise of it in what they call, um, you know, the Arab Spring. But Revelation 6 tells us about this green horse, and it fits this perfectly. So if you'd like to read Revelation 6, 8. All right. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and hell followed with him, and power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beasts of the earth. Yeah, and so one of the reasons why this fits so well is it talks about a fourth part of the earth. And Islam actually controls a fourth part of the, the world right now. And in those places where they are in power and they're in control, it is death that follows. I mean, it's hell that follows. And uh, you, you talk about people that are killed in, uh, you know, with the sword. That's still the way that they do things nowadays. They behead people with swords. They'll take them out in the street and do public killings of people. And, you know, they'll tie their hands behind their back and have them get on their knees and they'll chop their heads off with the sword. They also do it with hunger. There's there's all kinds of regions there that are Islamic uh, ran countries where people, you know, their crops are destroyed and they're starving and the government's not trying to help that issue. And so you see that happening there. And just this death uh, with beast of the earth. Uh, you know, one of the time uh, Pastor Baxter was talking about this and he made a comment, Vince, that really struck me. He said, if you watch the way that the Islamic terrorists execute people and make it public for everybody to see, it's like beast. It's, it's not like men. When you see it, you think, how could a man do that to another human? How can a human being do that? And he described it like that. Well, that's what's the beast of it is the way that they act. They, they behave like wild beasts. And in their killing, so that scripture really fits perfectly with what we see with the rise of Islam and the terrorism that goes along with that. So, did you already explain the pale? Because we have people going, where does it say green? Yeah. So, if you look in the original Greek, the word there was chloros, and that chloros word means like a pale green. But when translators translate in the Bible, they're told that it it needs to make sense. And so nobody's ever seen a green horse before, but yet that's what the word was. And so it was actually uh, translated pale for the pale green part of it. But the word is actually chloros, which is short for chloroform. All right. Well, we'll be going back to the phones after the break. The number to call is 1-877-END-TIME. 1-877-363-8463. 1-877-363-8463. We look forward to chatting with all you callers and also join us on Facebook by searching In Time Ministries. Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, volume one. 
Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. Welcome back to Into the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We'll go right to the phones. Paul in Florida. Welcome to End of the Age. Paul, are you there? I think we have lost. Was that Paul? Did you lose me? No, Hello. you're there. We can hear you now. Praise the Lord. Thank you, gentlemen. Yes, sir. We love your ministry. We sow into your ministry every month and will continue to do so. Thank you, Thank Paul. You. We appreciate that so much. Amen. My question, should we be concerned that the United States may someday turn their back on Israel as an ally? We see a lot of Congress today in our in our Congress that that don't like Israel, should we be concerned in the end of times that we aren't there to protect them? Well, Paul, and also... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, last question is, um, what government are we concerned about to teach the Taliban how to use those weapons? Would it be China, Russia, or Iran? I understand Iran doesn't have a very good relationship with the Taliban, but it seems like they're pretty excited that they took over. Well, Paul, Thank you. concerning your, your second question, first, I'll just say that there are Afghan people there that were trained by our military, that are Afghan military, that could teach them everything they need to know about those weapons. Uh, they were trained by our military how to use them. Uh, the problem is if you get outsiders who don't know anything, they would have to probably uh, – do some backtracing in the technology to understand how it works and everything. But these Afghanis that are already there that were trained by the United States government, if they're taken captive by the Taliban or if they just decide, hey, you know, these guys are in charge now, I'm going to work with them, all they got to do is show them how to fly stuff and show them how to drive things and shoot the weapons, and it's pretty much a done deal on that. Uh, As far as the United States, so we, we know from Scripture that America, from what we see, the the wings of the eagle, which we believe is America, based on Daniel seven uh, four, where we see the eagle wings plucked out of the lion, and we know the lion's Great Britain, and the eagle is America. We see in Revelation twelve fourteen the the wings of the eagle are helping to nourish the woman, and the woman is Israel in that chapter, and we're seeing the America help 
Israel during the time of the Great Tribulation because it says for time, times, and a half a time. That's the time of the Great Tribulation, the final three and a half years before Jesus returns. So scripturally, we see America helping Israel. Now, I know right now it looks dim and it looks dark and it looks like maybe we're not. And Israel kind of feels the same way. They feel like they've learned a lesson about this American government right now, the way that they've turned their backs on the Afghanistan people. And so Israel's thinking, hey, we're kind of on our own now, and we're going to have to make our own moves to keep our own people safe because we really don't have the ally we thought with the United States. But scripturally, we believe that they will have us. Okay, great, great. That's Hey, one other thing, guys. Um, I saw David talked about... Um, you know, the sixth six trumpet, sixth war trumpet that we're waiting, um, we're waiting for the peace treaty between Israel and Palestine and also the, the sixth trumpet. Is that am I? What am I missing as far as the other first five trumpets? Well, so we have a teaching called the seven trumpets, and yeah. uh, we believe that the trumpets have begun to sound. And we go through that video and explain that. Do you, do you have into the age plus? Do you have access to I that? Haven't Paul? Got, I, I haven't gotten the plus. We are going to. I'm okay. going to get it, and I'm going to watch that. So if you'll watch that seven trumpet video, it'll really take you down through there and explain it. But we believe that the trumpets have begun to sound with uh, World War One being the first trumpet, World War Two being the second. Uh, Chernobyl oh. disaster, the nuclear Chernobyl plant disaster, was the third. The fourth is the speeding up of the days. And then the fifth is the uh, Gulf War. So that's why we believe we're at this six trumpet war. So if you watch that DVD, that'll help you. And and Paul, actually, um, if you stay on hold, Janet can get your email address and we'll just send you free access to End of the Age Plus so you can watch that video. So stay on hold there and we'll we'll hook you up with that today. And... uh, you can wow. learn all about the seven trumpets like Doug is referring to. What a blessing. Thank you, gentlemen. God bless you guys. Thanks, bless Paul. You. God Thank bless you. you. All right. We will go to Carla in Kansas. Carla, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. How you doing today? Hi, Carla. We're doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, quick question. First of all, I want to thank you for what you're doing. God bless you all for doing that. I've been watching for about 10 years with Urban, and I'm glad you guys are carrying on. Uh, what he did that is very much appreciated. Um, regarding the DVD on that seven vials you were talking about, I am an end of the age plus subscriber and just wondering is that also um, with that end of the age plus or is that a separate? I have purchased one on my own, but didn't know if that was part of that too, if it would be available. Yeah, it will be on end of the age plus probably Monday. Um, and then, of course, if you want the physical DVD, like you said, that's available as well. So, But it will be on End of the Age Plus early next week. Awesome. All right. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great day, guys. God you. bless you. Thank you, Carla. The DVD she's referring to is The Seven Vials. It's the newest DVD put out by Dave Robbins. Uh, it'll start shipping in September, and you can get the physical DVD. You know, there's no censorship when you got a DVD. <laughs> that's true. Um, at least... Not that I'm aware of. You never know what technology <laughs> could produce. But uh, you can pop that DVD in and you will not be censored. Uh, you can get that by going to endtime.com slash DVD. Uh, or you can call 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. And through the end of September, it's available for a donation of any amount. 
So some people have given literally $1,000 and other people have given $5. So we wanted to put it out there for you and make it as affordable as possible. So ask the Lord what you should give for it and go to endtime.com slash DVD and give that amount and you'll be one of the first to receive it uh, if you do it here in the next couple of weeks. So be sure to do that. All right, we will go to, uh, let's see, uh, Tammy in Mississippi. Tammy, welcome to End of the Age Hello. Hi, Tammy. Hi. Thank you for taking my call, and I'll be very quick. Um, I just keep hearing you say I can't make comments online because my account got restricted on Facebook because I made a comment about people abusing animals. So, <laughs> But anyway, my comment was I wanted to piggyback on one of the things that was said, and, you know, with all due respect, we didn't give those weapons. Joe Biden gave those weapons, him and the deep state. They did this, and they're the ones that should be held accountable. We didn't do it. <laughs> but, you know, it's just I'm praying for all these people like, like everybody else, and it's just, I, I just, I don't know, sometimes I just lay awake at night. I can't sleep just thinking about all this, and I know we're not supposed to get caught up in it, but how can we not? You know, it's just, it's just all the lives that have been taken, and so, but I just wanted to say that. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that real quick, and. God bless you all, and, you know, I love you guys, and so keep up the good work. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Tammy. Thanks, Tammy. We appreciate your call. Uh, you know, we, li- we like the Facebook comments, but we like it even better when people call in. So yeah. uh, we appreciate Tammy's call today. All right, Brian in Kansas, welcome to End of the Age. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. Uh, Thanks for calling. Yeah, my, my question is, you know, about the Sixth Trumpet War. Uh, does the fact that Russia, Iran, and Turkey and others are mentioned in the Armageddon War, does that mean, you think, you speculate that means they escaped the Sixth Trumpet War, were not part of the Sixth Trumpet War, or maybe are victors in the Sixth Trumpet War? What would you speculate there for Russia and Iran So being at Armageddon? I don't know, Vince, do you have... Do you have anything on that? I have a speculation of my own, but, you know, uh, I was going to let you explain if you want to. Okay. Uh, so so what I believe there is, yes, they will survive this war. They won't be completely wiped out. Uh, there may be some countries that are, but those major ones that we see at the Battle of Armageddon will not. And I think this is one reason why it gives us the... Uh, extra scriptures down there where it says that they neither repented of their murders nor their sorceries nor their fornications nor their thefts their hearts aren't repentant and so anytime you don't have a a repentance in your heart about something you tend to go back to it and make that same uh mistake again and so when they don't learn from the history of war and they don't learn from what happens in that war they're bound to repeat it again because they didn't learn from it so those countries will be there they will be part of armageddon and i believe that that's one of those things that that scripture is talking about is that they will not have a repentance or feel any kind of remorse for one third of mankind dying i believe that some of them will think that that's part of what their agenda was was you know this was just part of how things work and so they're pushing through and we'll see them arise again and come against Israel with that one world government new world order against Israel at the battle of Armageddon 
Oh, okay, so they 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 survive they survive the six trumpet war if, if they're in it, and then the, and then at Armageddon it doesn't talk about exactly how the eagle's wings are helping at, at Armageddon exactly, but you you speculate our our military is going toe to toe with Russia and Iran and those others mentioned in Ezekiel uh, during Armageddon. Well. The scripture from Revelation twelve fourteen that I referred to earlier, it appears that we help Israel through that tribulation period, but I, I don't believe either, and this is speculation, we don't have scripture for it, but something happens where we're out of the way because at that point, when you look in Zechariah 14, Israel is pretty much defeated at that point. They lose half of the city, and it looks like it's it's over for Israel. And then Jesus comes back, and his feet uh, touch the Mount of Olives. And, and the Bible says he comes back with the armies of heaven, and then he fights for Israel. And so it's going to look like they've been defeated. So either we're with them, and we're defeated to the point to where we are really not a factor anymore, or we're helping with aid other than military aid during that time. I don't know exactly how it's going to work because we don't have scripture there. So that's all speculation. But we know that those eagle's wings are helping Israel during that time. Okay. I sure appreciate your your answers. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. We appreciate your call. Now, Doug, you know, I was going to say that we have some things that we know about Armageddon. Mm-hmm. And of course, he mentioned some of that. Yeah. And I know that's a whole nother show on its own. We can talk about that for hours. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the uh, the World War III that's coming, that's going to kill a third of mankind, is going to happen. Yeah. Now, we've never proclaimed that we know exactly who all those people will be. So if, um, you know, we have talked about, um, you know, China. If China were to be totally obliterated, which, you know, we would hate to see that happen. We don't want to see anybody die. But if that were the case, their population is quite large and will go a long way into that number. Um, India would go a long way into that number. So if you're looking at one big chunk of people, you know, as far as the the number of mankind, there are instances like that that we've looked at and gone, we don't, you know, is it going to be a little bit of people from every single nation. We don't really know that, but maybe we need to talk about the Battle of Armageddon and how it relates to that one day. Uh, We could spend a whole show doing that. I do want to say if you're not already enrolled in the Jerusalem Prophecy College, you should do that before the end of today. Everybody in the world needs to go through Jerusalem Prophecy College. Learn more about that at endtime.com slash JPC. You can also subscribe to End of the Age Plus at watch.endtime.com. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.